Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the show, I'm going to be giving you my reaction, my thoughts, my ideas on the brand new episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode 3 that just released today, this morning. Celebrate because it's Falcon and Winter Soldier Day, and it's like it's like Christmas morning every Friday, and uh, you know what? I'm here for that. I'm very, very happy. But I'm also here to be celebrating uh, some other some other big news. It's an it's another big day today for a very specific reason. I was tweeting about it this week, and you know what? We've got a brand new podcast on our hands. I've got a new logo, a new website, a new Patreon page. So welcome all listeners, old and new, to the brand new 15 Minutes of Marvel. If you go on Twitter, you will see I've got a nice new uh, social media banner. I've got a nice new profile picture. If you go on Instagram, same thing. I've got I've got a new profile picture over there. Uh, the whole thing, it's brand new, and it I've got to be honest with you, it's looking fine. I'm very happy about this rebrand of the podcast. With the new logo comes the brand new website. So 15minutesofmarvel.com, super easy to find. I'm pretty sure you can Google it and it'll show up. And I'm, uh, you know, it's pretty easy to type in. Go check out the new website. Uh, you've got links to all the most recent episodes on the website. You've got a, you know, a little blurb about the podcast. You've got a contact form. If you want to reach out to me through the website, go for it. I'm here for it. Um, and you know I've got my MCU movie rankings. Actually, I've got a I've got a cool little page on the website all about my MCU movie rankings. Now, for those of you who don't know, I my I I have this interesting relationship with movie rankings. So, regardless if it's MCU or regular movies, they're pretty constant. They're constantly changing. I'm just going to say that. And now a lot of people disagree with with my motives behind this. I feel like you know, a top five should be fluid. It should be able, you know, come and go as you see fit, as your mood suffices, that kind of a thing. My wife, on the other hand, disagrees. She's had the same top five movies for like, I don't know, a decade now. So, listen, go to the website, check out my top, uh, you know, my MCU movie, my power rankings, if you will, my total rankings of all 23 MCU movies, because they're probably going to change eventually they're probably going to going to change and i want i want you all to be updated on on where i stand so we can come with the hot takes and we can talk about how those uh you know deserve their spots so go check that out uh and along with the website i've got a nice nice brand new merch store people there is merch for the podcast i'm wearing the sweatshirt right now the hoodie and the t-shirt, I'm repping the podcast hard right now in my in my bedroom recording this. So, uh, you know, nobody sees. But hey, it's there. And I got it I got it as, as a sample. I wanted to make sure the product is, is a-okay. I wanted to make sure it's cozy, it's comfy, and guess what? It's dynamite. It's, it's, I'm not even going to front. I'm not, I'm not trying to plug some super great product, but it's one of the most comfortable hoodies I've ever had. Just going to say that. Plus, it's got the logo to the podcast on it. You can't go wrong with that. So go check out the merch. I've got hoodies, t-shirts. I've got a beanie. I've got mugs. I've got stickers, face masks. I've got the whole shebang. Go check out the merch. And last but not least, I have a brand new Patreon website as well. I'm pretty sure it's patreon.com backslash 15 minutes of Marvel. You can also search 15 minutes of Marvel on the main Patreon website. So I've got three 
tiers of support, of patronage, $3, $7, $9. Each tier comes with different perks for the show. Perks like discounts on merch, opportunity to be a guest on an episode. So if you're a listener, if you like this podcast, if you want to be on the show, check out the Patreon. That's your opportunity to come on this podcast I've also got chances for uh, to attend monthly AMAs and the ability to pick a movie for us to have a watch party for on Teleparty. It's basically like this online, you know, an online uh, app that you kind of, you screen record, you have a chat, and uh, I want to get some watch parties going. So if you have a certain Marvel movie that you'd like to have a watch party for, Patreon is your way to pick that movie. All kinds of awesome, uh, awesome All kinds of awesome perks there at Patreon. So go check it out, patreon.com backslash 15 Minutes of Marvel. Your support for the show means so, so much. Y'all already know I love you 3,000, but, oh man, I really do. I really love you 3,000. Okay, let's talk about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three. We got we got a lot of big things in this episode, and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to come in with a hot take right now and say two, two just white hot takes, I feel like. Well, maybe not. Maybe one's a white hot take. Let's see. So... My two takes would be, this is the best episode of the season so far. That's a fact, I feel like. This is the real hot take. This episode, episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is better than any episode of WandaVision. Now, I don't want to get... I don't turn the podcast off. Don't shut it down. I have my reasoning, and y'all know, I, I tweet about this. WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they are two totally different things. Apples and oranges, uncomparable. Two very different stories, two very different writing styles, two different ever they're different on on every you know a, on every aspect, and I just I feel like WandaVision won't be comparable to a lot of things in general. Definitely not comparable to the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I'm gonna say it. This episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I enjoyed more and I was more invested in and loved the action, loved the humor, I loved it more than an episode of WandaVision. Yes, the finale of WandaVision's is dynamite. I mean, come on. What is uh, what is love if not grief? You know, persevering. What is grief if not love? Persevering. But this is a good episode. We got our introduction to Zemo. I'm going to talk about Zemo for a minute. We got our introduction to Sharon, and you know, we kind of have our our three, our generally three pronged like storyline approach here, where we've got Zemo and Sharon kind of linking up with with Bucky and Sam, and we've got that whole side of things. We've got. Carly Morgenthal and the Flag Smashers. We've got that whole side of things. And then we got John Walker and Hoskins and that whole side of things. I do want to talk about John Walker for a second because listen up, listen up. He's the worst. Y'all already know I've been preaching this since day one. He's the worst. And I did have, I had Matt Romke on the show last week to talk about episode two. And he made a good point. Wyatt Russell, the actor, is playing John Walker phenomenally. He's playing him very, very well. That character is written for us to hate him. That's exactly what the writing staff wants out of the audience, wants out of us. We don't like John Walker, and it's it's showing John Walker's the worst. I hate him. He's he's terrible. And here's why. Because I he's going off the books. And I'm not I he's going bad. He's he's turning dirty. And, you know, he he basically told Hoskins, like, listen, whatever it takes, if we get the job done, you really think they're going to question how we got the job done? So, like, hey, that, that, that's a big red flag. We're going to, the, going to the dark side, if you will, on this one. And I got to say, when he infiltrated this you know, little business and went up to that guy and he was like, do you know who I am? The guy 
the 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 guy said what we've all been thinking. I don't care. I don't care. I love to see it. And that's that's what we all are thinking about John Walker. I don't care. No respect on the Captain America name anywhere. I I think all in all this scene the situation with John Walker in this episode really sums up the fact that there is no respect for the Captain America name within certain groups, possibly more so, but the amount of respect that the Captain America name garners is is lessened, and it does prove that this is kind of a manufactured symbol by the government, a, a heroic symbol that is not natural, it didn't come about effortless, it was something produced by the government. So there's that, you know, still, John Walker's the worst, that's all I'm going to say about that. I also feel like Carly Morgenthal's kind of turned into the dark side. She's kind of going down that road, and she basically lit an entire building on fire, like exploded a building with people inside of it. That's dark side shit to me. That that it doesn't fly on the light side. Come on. And the fact that she's like, listen, and the guy was, you know, her partner basically said, there are people in there. What are we doing? And she said, this is the only way. And... I don't know if there's something in the super soldier serum she took. I don't know if I don't know if there's a missing ingredient. I don't know if there's an added ingredient. Um, but it could possibly be making her make some poor decisions. I'm pretty sure she has the super soldier serum inside her body. She mentioned that they that they took some, and we know that there's only 20 vials. So this is interesting how many are possibly left. But I like her storyline. She's going to the dark side. Uh, I still we don't know who the power broker is. Right, I don't know who the power broker is, um, and possibly in episode five, that big cameo might be the power broker. We'll see. I don't know, but I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I've got to say, give me more Madripoor, please. Give me more Madripoor because oh, mm, mwah, Chef's Kiss, what a beautiful city, a eh? and like just a wonderful setting for a place, uh, you know, for a story to take place, a. Eh? Give me more because of Logan, Wolverine, the connection to the mutant gene. Like, that's wonderful. But also the fact that it's just it's just a beautiful city. It was so cool in the vibe there. The music on this episode. Let's take like 10 seconds to talk about how fantastic the music was. Wonderfully placed. Such a vibe. Very good. Love to see it. And I liked Madripoor. I can't believe Sharon's been hiding out in Madripoor for like seven years, eight years, just trying to stay off the grid, which is so crazy. And here's here's what I'm going to say. Marvel Studios, you can, you can take this, but you're going to have to pay me. But here's my idea for a show. I've already pitched it before here on the podcast. I want to see Grandmaster travel the world, travel the, uh, you know, the universe, going to different planets, countries, towns, cities, looking for you know, culture, looking for uh, food, looking at all these different aspects of a place, basically kind of like a, a Bizarre Foods situation, uh, if you're familiar with that show. But it's the Grandmaster, and he travels all across the universe and the galaxy. So I'm here for that, and I want to see the Grandmaster go to Madripoor. That's what I'm trying to say here. I feel like the Grandmaster in Madripoor would just be, he'd be a lost soul there, and it would be, it'd be so funny to see him in Madripoor and like everybody with the guns and like the whole vibe there and everything is so not his style, but he would think that he's their master. Oh, I want to see that. And uh, we got, we got to make a fan version or something. Marvel studios, pick it up. I did. I did want to talk about one scene 
the fact that Z okay, so let's get into Zemo for just a couple minutes because this scene involves Zemo. The fact that when they go to Madripoor, um, he basically everybody's playing this role, right? And and Bucky is playing the role of the, of the Winter Soldier. I do not like I do I do not like how easy it was for Zemo to fall into this kind of evil track of calling him the Winter Soldier and like bossing him around to to do evil and like take people down. And I don't like how easy it was for Bucky to do those things. Oh, I don't like it. It made me nervous. Super sick scene. Really phenomenal scene in general. But like just the way it made me feel, it made me nervous and I didn't like it because it was so easy for Zemo to get get back in that routine and get back to that track. And I just, I kind of got the vibe of like, I don't know, you know, you don't put, like if someone was an alcoholic at one point, they probably shouldn't be hanging out a, out in a bar like really recently after like going off alcohol. You know, like if someone's an addict, they probably shouldn't be around that kind of scene. And it just made me feel like Bucky was rearing for some bad stuff. And it makes me nervous for him. I don't, I don't think anything's going to come of it, but it just, it does make me nervous because Bucky's powerful, man. Bucky's powerful. And Zemo's one cultured, cultured dude. One cultured guy. His entire conversation about Marvin Gaye was phenomenal, was hilarious. And I'm pretty sure Zemo is now in one of the funniest MCU moments, personally, that I think is one of the funniest MCU moments when they break him out of the prison. We kind of get this little Ocean's Eleven take, which I was really vibing with when Bucky was describing it and we're watching it happen. Major Ocean's Eleven vibe. I'm here for it. And then Zemo shows up and says, like, hey, can I add something? And Sam and Bucky both say, like, shout no at him. Hysterical. I didn't understand. I didn't realize how much I missed Zemo until I realized how much I missed Zemo. Like, I'm a Zemo stan. I'm here for it. Like, go Baron Zemo. This whole episode was one big-ass flex for Zemo, too, by the way. Like, mad cultured, guy can dance in a Madripoor club uh, after escaping jail, and he's got, you know, private jet, private plane, all kinds of weapons. He's got all kinds of cars still. He's got a golden gun and that purple mask. Guy's just flexing, flexing hard. I love to see it. Uh, I, I really, really liked this episode. I thought it was... Like I said, the best episode of the series so far. Little tidbit for you. Uh, Dr. Wilfred Nagel, a.k.a. Dr. Joseph Reinstein, in the comics, in the comics he was working on Project Rebirth, which were the experiments that they ran on Isaiah Bradley, and that's kind of what he mentions in the episode. But hey, I didn't know the comic book connection there. So, you know, I I hope to kind of send some knowledge your way as well. Uh, you know, a little comic book connection love to see it and i want to finish the episode by saying sharon carter is a badass she is amazing she can take it to people holy cow now one of the the creator of john wick was one of the main writers for this episode you can totally see that not just with the camera work and the vibe but like sharon carter and the action scenes in here were dynamite like brb gonna go watch john wick tonight because I've never seen it, and now I have to see it. But I'm I'm here. I'm a Baron Zemo stan. I'm a Sharon Carter stan. I'm here for the episode. That's all I'm saying. And then, hey, T'Challa's bodyguard, uh, Ayo, showed up at the very end. Wakanda's in on this, and they're coming for Zemo. So we're getting all kinds of storyline sync up now. Who do you think the power broker is? 
who, uh, you know, who do you think he could be? And what did you think of episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Let me know your thoughts, your theories, your ideas. Get at me on Twitter at 15 Minute Marvel. I love connecting with y'all and, uh, and, and debating theories, hot takes, your thoughts, your ideas. I love it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. It means a lot for the show. Helps it become more, more discoverable. I will see you back here next week as I am joined by Derek and Noah of the podcast Bite Of. They take a bite out of certain aspects of pop culture. They're currently taking a bite out of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we're going to be giving our mid-season review of the show now that we are officially halfway through the season of the show, which, oof, that's that's painful to say. I don't like that. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.